episode number 121. Hello, hello, you're listening to the Career Changemaker podcast. Having the courage to leave a career that you have worked hard to build and try something else can be tough. So in each episode, we dive into key career change strategies so that you have a clear understanding of what is required to transition into a new role or a new industry without feeling like you have to start at the bottom or have to take a massive pay cut because hashtag ain't nobody got time for that. (laughs) If you are ready for frank and honest discussions about how to become a career change maker, keep listening. I'm your host, lawyer turned career strategist and executive coach Janine Esbrand. Hi, I hope you're well. Um, I am excited to do this topic this afternoon. I'm going to be talking about why you don't need to retrain in order for you to find job satisfaction. So I am talking about this topic because over the last two weeks, I have had three clients reach out to me and let me know that they have landed offers and that they are excited about the roles that they're moving into. These roles, these offers are idle roles based on what they determine to be idle roles for them. And they have not had to retrain. Each of them have come from a background where they have done a lot of study, a lot of training, invested a lot of time to get to where it is that they they are in their career. So we had one person's a lawyer, another was a financial planner, another was a scientist who has a doctorate. And so they're in a position where they were feeling like they wanted to make a career change, but they didn't want to have to retrain because they've invested a lot of time, a lot of energy to get to where they are. And so I wanted to talk about this topic today because one of the objections or one of the things that comes up a lot for people who say that they want to make a career move, they say that they're not happy where they are, they're not happy doing what they're doing, but they want to make a move. But then they come to the place where they say, I'm not going to be able to make a move without having to start at the bottom or retrain. So the women that I typically speak to and typically work with have, like my clients, invested a lot of time to get to where it is that they are. And they may be in a position where their salary is a high five-figure salary, if not a six-figure salary. So the thought of having to go and start at the bottom doing something else, invest money in training, and then move into something else makes them feel like it's not possible. Often, the amazing women that I speak to are the the main breadwinner in their family. So if they're thinking about, okay, I'm not happy where it is that I am now, I want to do something different, often their mind goes to okay, what do I like to do? What am I passionate about? And some of the things that might come up, you might have like yoga or you might have interior design or you might have um, various different things that come up for people where they say, you know, these are the things that I love doing. These are the things I love spending time doing. And often when you look at advice around career change, people will say like, what is your passion? Follow your passion. But when you compare those two, not to say that you can't earn a lot of money doing doing your passion, but to start off with, you're not going to be earning at the same level as what you are when you are a professional who has worked hard and invested a lot of time and energy to climb the ranks in your career. And so when people start saying, oh, I'm not happy where I am now. I want to move to do something else. I'd love to do something that I'm passionate about. And they think about their passion and then they look at that and they say, well, I can't do that. I can't afford to do that. I can't afford to retrain, do something else. I can't afford to take that pay cut. And so they then retreat and then say, it's not possible for me. I'm just going to have to stay where I am. I can't do anything different. I'm going to have to just suck it up and stay where I am. And I know, I know how that feels because when I was in the position as a corporate lawyer on maternity leave, feeling like I didn't necessarily want to go back to my role as a corporate lawyer because my values had shifted. Things were different for me then. I had gone from 
a place where I was super ambitious, wanted to climb the ranks, make it to partner. And that was my focus to having my baby and then realizing that things were different for me. I felt different. The thought of leaving him and working crazy 16 hour days, working through the night, just going all in in my career, but not being around for him didn't sit well with me. So then I was saying to myself, well, I know that I don't want to go back to working in that way, but then what else am I going to do? I also don't want to waste the time that I've invested to get to this point in my career. I've put in a lot of effort to become a lawyer. It wasn't easy. And so I don't want to walk away from it. So I was in a dilemma. I was saying, well, what am I going to do? I'm going to do something completely different, but then I don't want to walk away. I feel guilty to walk away. There was all of these emotions, all these things that came up for me. And I was doing the very thing that I just described to you, where I was saying, well, I I don't want to be a corporate lawyer. I want to do something completely different. And I wasn't thinking about the, the, the whole spectrum. There's a spectrum of opportunities. There's a spectrum of options between where you are now and finding something that you're passionate about. So often we're jumping from here where you are now and just thinking about, oh, I'd have to do this to be happy. But actually there are so many different iterations. There's so many different options on that spectrum that you could explore and that you could consider. So for me, I was working in private practice as a lawyer in a law firm. And I was saying, well, this isn't working for me. So I can't do, I can't do law. I can't practice law anymore. But actually there's so many different ways that you can practice law. So I ended up leaving my firm and I moved into an in-house legal role. And I worked for a global company as an in-house legal counsel. And then I moved on from there and went into consulting for a bit. So I worked as a legal consultant. And more recently, I started working for a startup who has a focus on professional development. And so working for them as a lawyer really aligns well with my perspective on professional development and personal development because I'm also a coach. And so there have been lots of changes in my legal career over the last few years. But when I was first thinking about making a shift, my thoughts were it's either I work as a lawyer or I do something completely different. I wasn't thinking about the different options in between. And so if you are there, if you are someone who is you know, a female professional, you've worked hard to get to where you are, but you're not happy you're not happy in the role that you're in and you know you want to make a change. Perhaps you're in a position where there's possible redundancy. Perhaps you're in a position where there's a lot of uncertainty around where your role is going to go. And this feels like the perfect time for you to explore whether or not you want to do something else. Then I want to encourage you to explore differently. Okay, so explore differently because the way that often people are approaching it is to say, okay, I want to do something different. Let me just go out there and like look at what's out there and take a scattergun approach and just think, oh, yeah, this could be good or this could be good. Um, And then oftentimes not then take any further action because it feels like such a big leap or such a big jump to move from where you are to where you've identified as a potential place to go. But what was really helpful for me, and this is what I walk my clients through in my program, is to take some time to really do an audit. Because when you are feeling frustrated on a day-to-day basis, when you are showing up to work, when you're sitting at your desk and you're just, you're, you're looking out the window and saying, there has got to be more to life than this. When you're in that state, it's easy to be thinking, oh, I'm frustrated. I don't like this. I don't enjoy this. But not take the time to actually say, well, what about this is causing me to feel this way? So what about your role that you're doing right now is causing you to feel like you want to do something different. So you're really exploring like, why is it that I want to make a change? What is it about the role? Because 
there's so many different facets to the work that you do. There's the environment that you work in. There's the colleagues that you work with. There is the type of work that you are delivering. There's the clients that you work with. There's so many different things that make up your work experience. And if you don't identify what it is that is causing you to feel like you want to make a change, how do you know that you're not going to recreate that? Are you eager to get unstuck and figure out what you would actually like to do with your career next? Have you been going around in circles trying to figure it out but getting no further forward? If so, you're going to love today's sponsor, my signature group program, the Career Clarity Academy. Changing career direction can feel overwhelming and daunting, but it doesn't have to be. In my signature program, we give you clear, step-by-step, proven processes for getting completely clear on what it is that you want to do and understanding how you can leverage your existing experience and position yourself to attract and land a dream role. To find out more, head over to lightboxcoaching.com forward slash academy. How do you know that you're not going to move from where you are now into something else and and still feel the way that you feel? So it's important for you to identify like, what is my actual issue? So oftentimes it could be that things were great. Things were going swimmingly. You were absolutely happy doing what you were doing for a time. And then something changed. So ask yourself, what was it that changed? Was it that there was a reorganization? Was it that there was new management? Was it that there was a change to the scope of your role that has then caused you to dislike what it is that you're doing? Or was it something that's on a personal level? Things have changed for you in terms of your personal experience. So like for me, I had a child and becoming a mum, there was a shift for me in terms of what my values were and what was important to me. So what has been the change? What has caused you to go from, okay, I've, you know, I've trained hard, I've secured this role, I'm climbing the the ranks and I'm happy about it to, I don't want to do this anymore. I need to find something different. Where has been the shift? So identifying that is really, really helpful because then you can start to pinpoint, okay, is it the environment? Is it the role? Is it the opportunities? What is it that is causing you to say that you want to make a move so that when you're looking at what your options are, you're then able to drill down and say, okay, well, if this is the issue, these are the types of solutions I could be pursuing. These are the types of things that I could possibly be doing. And when it comes to recognizing that you have developed a skill set, you have developed a skill set, you have developed expertise, you have developed experience in your chosen area. And there may well be other areas that are similar to what it is that you're doing right now that you could pivot or you could shift into that would get you to the place where you're finding job satisfaction. So job satisfaction is about you showing up, enjoying what you're doing, how you're doing it and who you're doing it with. And so identifying where there's a lack can help you to see, okay, what are some of the tweaks or changes that I need to make? So it might be that you just make a shift into a new role. It might be that you, you're you in the same organization and you can just move into a different department. It might be that you need to move into a completely different organization, or it could be a different industry. There's so many different things that you can do in terms of making that change, um, but going through a process first and foremost to really audit and really like review and consider what your issue is, is going to help you to save so much time, so much time going round and round in circles, so much time taking the scattergun approach and just looking on job boards and just looking for inspiration and speaking to friends and family members and colleagues and getting to the place where you think, oh, that sounds good. Oh, that sounds good. But then you're not in a position to really make any kind of informed decisions about what it is that you want to do. So when it came to my situation, I was able to say, okay, what is it that I want? 
in terms of my lifestyle. Like I know I want to work three days a week. I know I want to be working in an environment which is still challenging. I know I want to be using my legal skills. Those are the things that I knew. And so then I was able to say, well, what else could I be doing within the legal field that would allow me to work in that way? And that's when I came to the place of, okay, I need to perhaps move away from private practice and move into an in-house legal environment. And for me, that really worked. For me, that was ideal. And I was able to thrive in, in that position and I was able to learn a lot, but I was still able to have the work-life integration that I wanted. So when you're considering what your ideal role is or you're considering what you want to move into, there's two sides to it. So there's the job side and then there's also the home side. There's also um, the fact that your work and your life are are integrated. So I talk a lot about work-life integration as opposed to work-life balance, because what happens at home, what happens at work, they're interconnected. So when you're considering, okay, why am I frustrated? Why don't, don't I want to do this anymore? Could it be because there's some aspects of your work life that are impacting your home life in a way that you don't like, perhaps? Um, but really thinking about when I'm going to make a move, how am I making my decisions? Am I making my decisions based on data and based on solid information? Or am I just making my decisions based on like how I feel in the moment? Like I'm frustrated today. I'm just going to go online and start applying for stuff. What are you applying for? Are you sure what you're applying for is the right thing? So we just want to be working from a place where we are intentional and strategic so that any changes and shifts that you're making are ones that are really considered and then ones that are going to get you to the place where you actually do have job satisfaction and not just I've jumped out of one role into another role. And then six months down the line, I'm going to be in the same position asking myself, well, is this all I want to do? So I just want to encourage you with that because at this time when everyone is feeling the effects of coronavirus and everything feels so uncertain, there's lots of people who are in the position where they're considering what is next for their career. You might be in the camp where being on lockdown, being in this position has made you realise that life is too short and that you want to spend your time doing things that you enjoy. Or you may be in the camp where your role is at risk and you're thinking, okay, I don't know how long I'm going to be at this role, so I need to position myself for my next opportunity. If you're in either one of those camps, it's a good time for you to be thinking about, well, what would be the right next move for me? So that whatever transition you do make, or if you choose to, um, or you, if you need to make a transition, you're able to do it in a way that is going to get you, you know, into a role that you're enjoying. I like, I am so, so passionate about helping my clients to find work that they love. The average person spends 90,000 hours at work in their lifetime. Like 90,000 hours, that's a lot of time. And so we spend far too much time at work to just be plodding along and to not be enjoying what we're doing. We want to be positioning ourselves for the opportunities that are absolutely out there that would be really well aligned to you who you are as a person, what you stand for, what you're passionate about, what you really want to do. But you don't necessarily have to throw out everything that you've done before. You don't necessarily have to tear up your experience sheet and start again. What you want to be doing is leveraging everything that you've done in the past to bring you to a place where you can go into a role that is well aligned to you, where you can demand the type of salary that you need to earn and that you can enjoy the work that you're doing. So when we're talking about career change, let's not automatically think I need to just, you know, completely ditch everything that I've been doing, throw the baby out with the bathwater and do something completely different. It doesn't have to be that. It could be 
it could be if you want to, if you want it to be that, but make sure that you're going through the process to figure out whether that is actually the right move. Because ultimately, if you're going to make a massive career shift and you have to go back and retrain, you have to invest time, energy and money. You want to make sure that you do all that, knowing that this is definitely where it is you want to be. But in the meantime, you can explore doing, making a change that is more of a pivot or a change that isn't a huge leap, but will still get you to the place where you're loving the work that you do. Okay, so that's what I want for you. If you are in a position where you're saying yes, 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 and you're nodding along as I'm speaking, uh, when it comes to you wanting to find that job satisfaction and make a move this year, then I want you to hop over and book a call with me. So the enrollment for the Career Clarity Academy, my group coaching program is reopening very, very soon. And so I'd love for you to come jump on a call and let's just explore whether or not the program would be a good fit to help you to move forward and work through the process that I mentioned to you to get really clear on what is the right move for you so that you can move forward boldly and position yourself to land opportunities that are totally available right now, despite COVID-19. So if you head over to lightboxcoaching.com, forward slash academy that's going to take you to an application page and then you can apply for a call and we can explore whether it would be a good fit thank you for listening to this episode of the career changemaker podcast if you enjoyed today's episode i would love for you to let me know what your biggest takeaway has been so head over to instagram tag me at career changemaker and let me know your thoughts what did you like most about today's episode i look forward to hearing from you Until next time, keep working towards your career goals and we will speak very, very soon.